Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Daybreak Crypto. You've got Swiss and Kramer on with two recent announced deals. First up, Bain Capital has led a $12 million round for a blockchain developer known as Risk with a C, Zero. So Risk Zero. They are building a zero-knowledge proof-friendly blockchain. And essentially what this is, is a form of a privacy cryptography. It's somewhat controversial, the merits of zero knowledge proofs. But when you look at how many developers are using this technology, building it out, it shouldn't be completely dismissed. And this is really proliferating actually um, across the blockchain space. So I wanted to highlight this because it's, it is somewhat interesting what they're doing. So the, the goal of the, block, of, of, the, of the project is to build a ZK VM. So a zero knowledge virtual machine, which would bridge the gap between research and the different programming languages such as C++ and Rust. The ability to allow all developers of all kind of walks of languages and approaches tying it together is compelling. That's an that's a compelling opportunity. And essentially to, to strip away the jargon, I like the way they worded it. The the technology essentially means that the output of the program outputs can be checked for correctness by someone who cannot see the inputs. So in theory, this means you can have private transactions and other private features on the blockchain. It's a software approach, which is different from the secret networks, hardware-based approach. And so you see a lot of butting of heads between the two different walks on Twitter and different places. And there's, it's a contentious debate on which one is better, but there seems to be a consensus that there's benefits to one downfalls, you know, pros and cons to both. And so I really wanted to highlight this because I think this, when you, when you look up the ZKVM past, I was interested to see that Stellar had tried to do this. So XLM, the Stellar blockchain, and there's some documents on this back in 2019. It apparently didn't take off, but if you can have a, a WebAssembly package here that could do that could support rust go c++ and solidity then it could be a killer um application so it's exciting i think this is something that they're at bain capital trying to go after all encompassing infrastructure plays and layer one plays and they just raised the, their $560 million fund in March before the crypto meltdown. And it was notable to me that they led this round. So wanted to highlight it. Kramer, any thoughts? Yeah. So the thing that struck out to me was basically, like you said, they're trying to bridge. One of the many things they're trying to do is bridge the gap between the research and like the programming languages, which there was one figure in the article. It was something like point. 0.07% of all developers are Web3 developers. And an even smaller share of those developers, you know, code in the languages needed 
to be able to do this kind of ZK VM and, you know, the role or, you know, the zero knowledge deal or, you know, uh, what am I trying to say? Like the code that they're trying to write. Right. But it's, uh, it's interesting because, you know, it's, it's, we're still so early in all of this and it feels like we've been in the space for five or six years at this point so the fact that you know stellar tried it back in 2019 and we haven't really heard of this popping up since then like if you typed in like you said zkvm and one of the first articles besides this recent raise is the stellar news back in 19 and 20 that's a that's a wide gap so it's you know definitely good to try try again and try to improve uh but yeah i mean it's definitely needed um one little question um, that we can cut out if we want, but like, would this be something that could be technically used? So like, you know, I hate everyone. I know everyone hates talking about the government and everything, but say you want to file your taxes in like 20, 30 years. Is this something that could be used to like cut out, not like the tax man, but like to verify the information is correct? Possibly. I, I'm like not sure. You're inputting, you know what I mean? Like if you're right. sending tax you documents to, electronically, if you wanted to have an external person verify data without being able to see the inputs of, of the data, yeah, that's the premise. So mm-hmm. um, I don't know if the tax authorities would ever want to, if they would uh, allow submission of such. But yeah. you can imagine there's all sorts of applications for this in healthcare, legal, fintech. I mean, there are a lot of use cases for, for such privacy enhanced features. And so I think if you if you can secure that with a scalable blockchain, then probably going to be a big protocol that people use. And yeah. it was also notable that they built on Starkware's technology. So the ZK-Starks proofs developed by Starkware, which raised $100 million in a, a May round at $8 billion valuation. And I've heard of them before. They're, they're pretty massive. They've, got, they've done a bunch of raises, and it was notable that they did that during the, the bear market um, back in May. But I think they probably closed a lot of that money before the meltdown started yeah in any event though i think this is that was on my radar there these these different zk platforms or protocols people building out that tech has been a trend and now i think what we're seeing is this group risk zero actually starting to to put it to work it's still as you said i mean still early obviously everybody always says that but um, to actually see the applications, the balls spinning, the wheels turning, right? <laughs> yeah. To see that starting to go live is is cool, and it's only going to continue. Yeah. No, most definitely. Um, yeah. To kind of wrap it up, I'm just going to move on over to Pinata, which uh, recently raised twenty one and a half mil, and it's an NFT focused media distribution platform. Uh, this is the first announced raises in the four-year-old company's history, and it breaks down to a seed round of three and a half mil in 2021 and a recently closed 18 million Series A. 
The seed was led by Greylock and Offline Ventures, while the more recent Series A was led by Greylock and Pantera. Um, Pinata is based out of Omaha, Nebraska, which is the first time I think I've covered a deal on a company based out of Omaha. And they provide media infrastructure and support for NFT marketplaces, metaverses, Web3 apps, and more. Currently, they're working with OpenSea, DraftKings, Protocol Labs, Yuga Labs, and, you know, a couple of more. And, I mean, their revenue growth alone has increased 42 times year over year. And since the beginning of the year, their user base has increased 131%. So they're sitting right around 250,000 active users. Um, they boasted on their funding announcement on their blog that, you know, we are already the most stable and efficient conduit to the IPFS network, which is the interplanetary file system. But we can always get faster, more secure and more efficient. And I thought um, it would be worth digging back on our you know latest pods over the last month to kind of tie these together. So Greylock and Offline invested in optic and archive respectively which just raised money last month uh both of them in july right around 10 11 million and they're both nft infrastructure or nft gallery projects while pantera um, invested in stride which was earlier this week uh the seven million for liquid staking across the cosmos but um you know it's cool to see that you know Pantera is kind of not everywhere, but in a lot of different pots. Whereas, you know, I kind of thought initially that Greylock Offline and Pantera were all basically investing in the NFT space, but, um, you know, they're kind of spreading it out. Any thoughts here, Swiss? Yeah, I liked, I liked the final sentence in their TechCrunch article where they talk about, to us, the future looks like full-blown applications, the future of NFTs, not just simple images or applications associated with those images. So I think for me, I've had a hard time getting excited really about NFT projects as they live and breathe today. But I think we have yet to see any really interesting, I mean, to me, it's, it's, it's been a little underwhelming, but I know that there's a bigger play to be made with, with using these in, in applications more so than just displaying images. So I think they have their eye on the ball with that. And I could, I could not agree with that strategy more. Yeah, no, I mean, the use cases are only going to multiply by the thousands in the years to come. Um, you know, once people truly start to understand crypto and the NFTs and their capabilities, but yeah, definitely, um, definitely one of the cooler you know nft projects that have raised recently that i personally like but yeah no we'll be uh we'll be interesting to see where they go and what they come up with yeah we just add so they, they did the 18 million a round recently and so when you think about these these different deals that you just highlighted at the end here uh 11 million plus 10 million plus another 18 i mean we're we're talking about a lot of money still coming into the NFT space and the NFT infrastructure space, I should say. So clearly that R&D work is not slowing down. Investors are still putting money to work in this space. And it is kind of crazy that it, all within like a 30-day period, you had over $30 million announced, right, of, of three different, across three different companies. I mean, it's a lot of money. 
Yeah, definitely. And that's kind of, you know, it speaks to the point of the investments aren't going away. They're just smaller size. You know, when we were Mm -hmm. seeing, you know, 50 to $150 million raises, we're now seeing 10 to 50, which isn't necessarily a bad thing in my eyes. And I think you think the same. Yeah, definitely. Well, hey, this has been great. Great catching up with you on on these deals. And I know we will have more next week. So I'll see you then. See you then, brother.